Hello and welcome back to the FEZ show. It is the 9th of July 2020 and we have such a lot to talk about today as Sam Bird is looking like he's making a shocking move in the FE world from switching from Virgin Racing to Jaguar. No one has really seen this coming today but we have to talk about it and the implications it could have on other drivers moving to other teams and how that will affect the rest of the FE field. Literally everything could be up in the air if this move is true and uh, goes ahead. So, so much to talk about. And with me to do so today is Jack Pickering. Jack, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am very well, thank you. Very well indeed. Um, you know, doing all right, doing all right. But you, this is the last time we're going to see you in this backdrop because this is the last evening that you are spending in your uni accommodation flat. Boy, it's an emotional time. Yeah, yeah, it is. This is the last time that you will see said backdrop. Um, admittedly, it started with like the worst backdrop over there um, back in April, uh, where I didn't have a great big bushy beard and my hair was actually kind of okay at that point. But, um, but yeah, um, I'm I'm moving out of this house. Well, actually, by the time this goes out, I should have already probably moved out of the of this house. But um, yeah, so this is it, and the rest of it, you'll probably have my nice setup back in uh, Oxford. But Jack, we've got to talk about Samba because oh my god, this has completely it shocked me. Yes, it's come out from the race, okay, and it's looking like it could be true, but it's not. Confirmed. This is all speculation. Even them saying that it's basically done is still speculation. But I just find it unbelievably interesting that if it is true that he's actually decided to make that switch from Virgin to Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. I don't think um, don't think really any of us saw this coming. We, uh, we we've seen Sam in the same car for the last six years now, and we'd expect and we expected it to continue. Uh, him and Robin have worked very well over the last one and a half years. Um, and so, yeah, it did, it, 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 it was quite a surprise. We did have Samba to Jaguar rumours. I think it was back in season four, but Nelson Piquet took the spot. I think, uh, I think I remember Nicky Shields actually told me about three days before it was announced that Bird was staying on at Virgin. Nicky said to me that apparently that Sam was off to Jaguar. So, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it's um, it, and yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's a bit of a surprise. Um, I'm sure uh, I'm sure the Jaguar will give him uh, the goods to, for him to compete for the title, uh, and it's going to be an interesting fight between him and Mitch um, over the next few years. I do feel a bit sorry for James Gallardo though, being cut uh, basically just after uh, one season after he was brought in to replace Alex Lim, but. Um, yeah, no, it look, it uh, it looks like an exciting an exciting partnership if it if it is to be tied up. Honestly, though, for me, I think this is a make or break deal for Sam because he's going to go up against Mitch Evans, let's say, and you know Sam Bird. Even in the end, we go for green film. He said he's always been the bridesmaid. He hasn't won the championship. Virgin Racing are a good side and a good team. And it's basically his team. And he's moving away to a team where it's not his team. It's definitely Mitch Evans's team. And if he doesn't compete with Mitch Evans, or if Mitch Evans gets the better of him, that's it for Sam Bird. Like, there is no way he's going to find himself back at a top seat to win a championship if things go sour with him and Mitch Evans. Yeah, yeah. I, I, in my personal belief, 
but Mitch is probably one of the best drivers on the grid, easily top five, and that's and that's why he's 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 doing so well in the championship. He's second, not that far behind of Anto, uh, Antonio Felix da Costa in the championship at the moment. Um, yes, uh, I think that him going up against Mitch Evans is going to be his toughest fight yet. Uh, he, he he has had some competitive teammates over the last few years. I mean, we we I've mentioned Robin Freund's. Um, uh, he and he is the first, he's the first teammate to last more than one season against Sam Bird. Um, Jaime Aguasuari didn't really show as as much as I as much as I personally wanted him to because I was a big a big Jaime Aguasuari fan. Uh, Jean Eric Verne it was still not at his best in season two, but we know how big that he's become now in the series. Um, Jose Maria Lopez hasn't got uh, didn't go well either, and uh, Alex Lynn. Started off well in season three, replacing Lopez, and then just didn't work at all in um in uh, season four. But um, so 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 yes, it will be Sam's biggest biggest fight against a teammate if if he is to join Jaguar. Um, and yeah, and and yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. And I think if they do do that, I think Jaguar could um could easily take constructors championship because I, I do believe that Sam could fight for the title easily and we've seen this season that Mitch is so if it is that's going to be a really really tasty lineup at Jaguar James Collado though you mentioned it earlier it is incredibly harsh on him yeah we have spoken about the rookies before and you know you're not going to get that time to bed in anymore and I suppose if James, even though we've only had like six, five races so far, we're not even like, we're like coming up to the halfway point. He could develop in a normal season, in normal circumstances, you know, in that final couple of races of the season, he could have developed so much and done enough to keep that drive. And it is a bit of a shame that this has come out or has broke um, ahead of James Collado, even having a chance in Berlin to to fight for that seat, to fight and actually show, you know what, I'm here. Yes, his qualifying pace this season, James Collado, was a bit of a struggle, but he did do well in races and he did come back up the field. And if he was to get hold on top of that qualifying pace, you know, he could, I would say, I say could, probably should have had the opportunity to have at least fight for that seat and at least develop over a full season before Jaguar decide, you know what, you're out. Yeah, I think um I think James Clado has been the best rookie this year, easily. Um Nico Miller not um not far behind, but I do think that James Clado he's uh, yes, his qualifying hasn't been superb, but in the um uh in the races I think he's only not scored in about two or three of them. I think he's he's he scored in the opening round in Diria, I know that for sure. Um, and I think he might have scored somewhere else. I want to say Mexico, but I could be wrong. Um, might be Santiago. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I do feel sorry because it, because it is, it, it was his first season in the series and he did go up against someone. Yeah. Who I've already touted out. Um, uh, Mitch Evans. Um, so yeah, I do feel, uh, I, I do feel quite sorry for him, but, um, but yeah, I think, um, I think the time of like, drivers like getting uh, getting used to the cars is is, is definitely gone now because uh, I I think I think that went away um as soon as Adam Carroll went to had a go in the Jaguar in season 3 he uh, Adam Carroll has, has done really really well in basically everything he's raced in apart from apart from Formula E where he had a 
kind of mediocre season with Jaguar. Um, and, uh, and, and it was the same with, um, and it's the same with Neil Yarny as well. He's done well in everything that he's done apart from, for, uh, apart from Formula E and he's going to be ousted for Pascal Verline, we believe. Um, so yeah, I do, uh, I, I do feel sorry for James Clardo, but I think, uh, the people at the top of Jaguar have said, right, okay, we need to show the world that we are, that, uh, that we are here. We, we, we've already got a fantastic driver in Mitch Evans, but we need someone there to always be right behind him. They want to, they, cause, cause the ideal for any team in motorsport, they want to, um, they want to dominate the series formula E that's not, um, that's not, easy to do unlike we've seen in formula one last few years with mercedes but maybe with mitch and sam it could be a way for jaguar to perhaps get to the get to a mercedes style dominance yeah i think for jaguar and you have to think about their road car like they're probably making good steps forward in terms of their electric car manufacturing status and therefore probably want to show that they are the best and have two arguably because Sam Bird is definitely up there you know two of the best drivers in the series but for me I think what I want to talk about Jack is the actual how this got out because let's face it right it's not very often especially in motorsport it's not very often that things like this filter through to the media okay so I want to know who is not the source? Because obviously the race, obviously, and Sam Smith, you've got to give him credit because, oh my God, he does pull out some Meg stories. But when you think of the stories that he pulls out, you're like, oh my God, like, how do you? He reminds me of, and I know you probably won't know this name, Jack, but in, in America, Ian Rappaport in, for the NFL seems to always know what's going on at every team. And Sam Smith is the identical for that in Formula E. I'm just thinking, how, how does this news get revealed how does someone tell someone how does who is the guinea pig that is going by the way that's happening by the way that's happening i just find that astounding eddie jordan uh, it, it, it was always eddie jordan in formula one uh, he touted the whole lewis to mercedes thing back in 2012 and it and and uh, and that's what happened so yeah I, my answer is eddie jordan even though i'm 100 percent certain it's not true i just find it absolutely astounding that Obviously, one person, Sam Smith, does get all of these stories. And, and, and as I said to him, full credit. But I just think, who is blowing the whistle? Like, and obviously, there must be people who it affects. And a bit like the Pascal Verline situation, and we were touting it with, you know, did Mahindra know at the time? You know, like, same with Virgin. Did Virgin know what was going on at the time? And did that cause more issues than it did just because someone has been a whistleblower. I find it absolutely, you know, incredible because, you know, basically from what we understand from the Mahindra Verline side of the deal is that Mahindra was shocked and was completely surprised and, it, you know, they were not expecting it to happen. That is what we seem to have got from the talks that we've had with Mahindra, you know, the talks that we've had with Dilbag Gill. That's what it's leading to. And I'd be amazed if someone's done a whistleblow on this job. And, you know, we were trying to, we still, still are trying to speak to Sam Bird and, and Robin Franz for Virgin for the magazine. But it's just amazing now that, it's it, it, the way it's been whistleblown and how that changes everything and changes the dynamic. And obviously, because now we're hearing stories that Nick Cassidy is lined up to be his replacement. 
again broken by the race like I don't understand how that whole story, because it has to be on one side. So you're assuming that the whistleblower has come from Virgin. Virgin do know, because if, if it's, you wouldn't know that Cassidy is going to be the, the driver if it came from Jaguar, right? Jaguar won't know what's going on at Virgin. So you have to assume that it's come from Virgin that Sam's leaving, um, which is really interesting, um, which probably makes it sound true, because if Nick Cassidy is the driver that they're going to replace him with, you know, that's really interesting as well because there's so many Formula E drivers and we're going to talk about Oliver Turvey in a moment um, that could have maybe gone into that seat. But obviously Nick Cassidy, someone who has been driving great, has done a great support role um, for Virgin Racing. And obviously Virgin Racing are a top team and probably don't want a driver, in air quotes, that needs to learn the series. I suppose Cassidy's done a good amount of driving that you know he's got a bit of knowledge of the car, which will be good. But he's still got to learn the series. And when you look at Jaguar this season and Mitch Evans and how he's carried that team so far compared to Collado, you know, Virgin can't afford to be in that situation, especially with the lack of manufacturer testing. So I find it interesting. But what do you think on the Cassidy thing, on him moving into that Virgin seat for next season, potentially? I think it'd be a great opportunity for uh, Nick Cassidy. Um... He, uh, he he showed his he definitely showed his worth in the eraser home challenge. He only competed in two races, but in the in the race that Ka- he did the test race in the first race, and and in the first race he um he he got a rostrum. But um so it, so if he can get those performances on the track, it will be an absolutely fantastic signing for um Virgin. Um yeah, obviously this is this is um. Yeah, as as we said, this this has been quite a shock. No one was really talking about it until um, uh, until basically the the uh, the other day. Um, but I think for Nick, it's a fantastic opportunity. But also, also like you said, with we uh, uh with the rookies, it may take a bit of time to learn it. So maybe, and I know that I know that we've said this name at basically every seat possible. But Oliver Turvey, maybe. It may, maybe if he's looking, we are we we really are turning into the Oliver Turvey fanboys, aren't we? We are, we are, we are, and it's, I think there is, um, you know, I think there's warrant for that because let's face it, like he deserves a top seat, and he's not in said top seat at Neo, and he could go into anywhere. We'll talk about Oliver Turvey though in two seconds because there's one thing I want to throw back to you, Sam Bird. Let's say he, you know, season four. Let's go back to season four, Virgin. They just lost the S, right? They've just lost the S at that point. And, you know, maybe the move went for Nelson Piquet and so forth. And, you know, it went all right season five with Audi. So maybe he decided to stay for season six. But maybe he's seen something. I was thinking to myself, does he want to be in that manufacturer driver role? Because you get that extra day testing, because you get that extra time to prepare, which Virgin Racing don't get. Virgin Racing technically as a customer team, which personally i believe is wrong and i still think form this is probably something we need to talk about with formula e is these man 15 manufacturer day testing because they get the chance to test their powertrain 15 days before the official test whereas virgin just have to turn up and hope their car works um on the on the pre-season test in valencia whereas everybody else can basically shake down their car see what's wrong with it in those first 15 days change some stuff ahead and you're already a technically ahead of customer teams potentially is the model it probably doesn't always work out like that but my question is 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 the lure of being a manufacturer driver which you you're no longer are 
at, at um, Virgin, sorry. Um, one of the main reasons why Sam has been looking to try and find a, a route out of Virgin Racing. Quite, quite possibly. And yes, those, those, those extra days that the manufacturers get, meaning that, um, meaning that they can actually go out and, and, and do more testing on the cars. I think, I, I think that is, uh, I think that is a massive lure from, um, uh, for, uh, for Jaguar from, uh, I, I almost call them DS version and vision version. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, th- I, I think that's entirely possible. And, um, but the thing is, I think that I think the Virgin can still do a fairly decent job. Sam Bird won the, the opening race of the season, and I still believe that Sam Bird has a fighting chance this season, even though he's tenth, I think, in the standings right now or something. But that, that that's the unpredictability of Formula E. It means that the, he that he'd be out in Group Two in qualifying in the first race in Berlin, and um, and and uh, and yeah, I think. He still has that. He still has a shot in this year's championship, as do um, the majority of, of the drivers. As we said before, Alex Lynn and Dan, uh, Alex Lynn and Daniel Apton, Rene Rast, they can all still win the title despite uh, changing teams. But um, but no, I think um, uh, I think that I, I, it's it's definitely not a mistake. Uh, Bird leaving uh, Bird leaving Virgin. I think he's done a fantastic job there the last six years. I think he. I think he's just the, that he might be ready for something new. I think. I think that the whole manufacturer driver thing that 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 has lured him away from Virgin and into Jaguar. Um, but yeah, no, I think. I. Uh, I think. From. I, I think if that's what Sam wants to do, then I. I think it's pretty. Uh, I think that's a pretty good reason why. I think. Yeah, it's just, I, I stand by my do-or-die move, right? This is a do-or-die move for him to try and win a championship because I suppose Jaguar are on the up. In if you look at the trajectory between Jaguar and Virgin, you know, it's on the up. His old race engineer, I believe that he had moved to Jaguar a couple of seasons ago, so there could be a chance for him in season three. So there could be a chance for him to to rekindle that Um with his with his race engineer so there's people we know so that you know could have also been part of the move and you know when they were talking season four with him and when your race engineer goes in season three and you had a good working relationship as they did that could also be part of the law to, to get him there so but i think it'll be interesting him up against mitch evans and if he doesn't prove or if he doesn't beat mitch evans then that's it right even if he doesn't beat mitch evans in the first season next season if he if he's there then I think you rule out Sam Bird for winning a championship because everyone's going to see actually he's not the best. Therefore, you can fit somebody else in who is, you know, could be, you know, performing better. And so it's a, I think it's a risk for Sam because he's jumping out of a seat of, and a team that is his and he has built that team to go into someone else's team. So he has to perform. I think that's the thing. And that's what, I, you know, I'm not saying Sam Bird is not going to do it. I'm not saying that for a second. Sam Bird is more incapable of doing that. But that's the risk he's taken. He's saying, I'm putting myself on the line to perform with Mitch Evans and beat him, which I suppose they do. But, you know, it's easier said than done, basically. But let's talk Oliver Turvey. Let's talk Oliver Turvey because we said, if there's someone you'd put in that Jaguar seat, you'd have to put Oliver Turvey. And if it was Oliver Turvey and Mitch Evans... You know, people are saying, good team, good team. Like they are right now with Sam Burden and Mitch Evans. They're going, good team, right? But 
with Cassidy going to Virgin, you know, you thought, wow, as soon as that happened, I was like, fine. Um, turvy, to, turvy to Virgin, British team, British driver, happy days, right? And this talk of Cassidy coming in, I'm just like, oh, Oliver, this is, this is the problem he's got right now. He's been so loyal to Neo that no one's looking at him. And he's part of this driver that I feel like if Neo jumped, fell off the grid tomorrow, that he wouldn't pick up a seat. And I don't know why, but it just feels like he's always overlooked. And if I was Virgin, yes, you've got Cassidy. You've got Cassidy and you've promoted from within. Fair play. But arguably, there was a driver who is race winner ready, who is able to jump in that car and make your team better. And they potentially have not taken it. Yeah, no, I think if I were, um, I think if I were Virgin, I would have definitely had Oliver Turvey at the top of my list. Yes, yes, it would be nice to see Nick Cassidy in there, bring uh, bring some new blood into the sport. Um, but I, uh, but uh, but yeah, I do feel that, um, you know, I, I do feel that maybe Oliver Turvey was probably the better option in terms of someone who can give you a decent result week in week out. He, I, I, th- I think he'd be number two to Robin. But uh, I think he'd still 100% be challenging Robin week in, week out. Not Maybe not to the same extent as Sam Bird is at the moment, but um, he'd, uh, he'd, he'd definitely still be there. And so, yeah, I do. Um, uh, it, it, it is kind of disappointing that Oliver Turvey hasn't really been looked at by any of the top teams. He'd be on the top of my list for if, 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 if anyone walked out because I... I'd be fairly certain that I could probably get him, but um, but uh, but but yeah, as you said, it, because he's been too loyal for a while, it's kind of made him invisible. Uh, it's it's probably like my luck with girls, but still. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah, I think it's um, yeah, I I I, I do feel a bit sorry for uh, uh Ollie Turvey because he does deserve to be in a top seat. Um, maybe that seat will come around in, in a few years' time, but um, yeah. If um uh, I I I'd, I'd still hope that if if Neo did fall off the grid, um which I don't hope that they do, um if they did, that Oliver Turvey would find himself somewhere minimum reserve driver role then promoted midway through the season or something. Let's face it, right? If you're Oliver Turvey, what are your options now? If you do want out of Neo, your only option is Mahindra, unless something crazy happens, right? And Mahindra have proven to be a half-decent team, right? I don't think he wants to jump to Venturi, although that's not a bad move because of the Mercedes powertrain um, in the future. So that could be doable. But, you know, Venturi still have a lot to prove in terms of, you know, are they going to, now with this Mercedes powertrain, are they going to move forward? What is their progression level? And I think that's the interesting thing about Venturi as a team is, where do they go next? They've made a step forward. Can they make the next step forward in order to start challenging like the Mahindras of this world? Whereas Mahindra have proven that they can win races. And going to Mahindra is probably the main option at the moment, but it's not going to be easy because you've got Alex Lynn in there now. And all Alex Lynn needs to do is perform well. And then there's no reason. There's no reason for Mahindra to upset the balance and just say, thank you for those six races, Alex. I know you did well, but we're going to take someone new, right? Because he would have bedded in with the team, bedded in with the engineers, and could have easily brought the team forward. Therefore, Oliver Turvey misses out again. Whereas now, Oliver Turvey's got Daniel Apt as his teammate. Now, Daniel Apt will be Oliver Turvey's 
best comparison as a teammate since Nelson Piquet left that team. Now this is the chance for Oliver Turvey to prove that he is that underrated driver. Because if Turvey beats the Apt over these next couple of races, because Apt is fine for his career here, Apt is doing everything he possibly can to ensure he gets a drive for next season at Neo. And maybe take Turvey's seat if Turvey's seat becomes available, because then Apt Mar, and then Apt will be the one that try and leads that team forward. And I think that would be ideal for him. But if Turvey doesn't outperform Apt, it going into these final six races, that's it. Mahindra would be like, well, he's on our radar, but he didn't beat Apt, and Apt was annihilated by Degrassi. So is Turvey the yeah. one? So I so these for Turvey if he wants to move to a new team or show that he is the driver that everyone says he is, it's a big six races, a big six races. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get as passionate as you got there, Jack. Well done. But um, but yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It really is make or break time for uh for Oliver Turvey now. Um, and 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 yeah, going up against Daniel Apt in Berlin, I, uh, who is a Berlin specialist, as as we've mentioned a few times on the show, he dom- I think he had the first, uh, he had the first lights to flag and fastest lap um, win there in uh, in season four a few years ago. Um, but so 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 we know that Daniel Apt is good, especially around Berlin. So yeah, it will be will be very intriguing to see how Oliver Turvey compares. And then, yeah. Uh, and, and, and so, yeah, I, it, everything's so exciting. I really can't wait to see. And I think, uh, is it, is it a month today? Is it a month today that we're going racing again? Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's something like that, but um, 5th of August, I think 5th of August is the first, we've just fifth? gone past okay. the month. So I, we would have done oh, the okay. first two races and we'd be heading to, okay, it's the um, third race. Third the race. The second race. Uh, the se- yeah, the third race. So the third out of the yeah. six races. Yeah. The third of six, first one of round two of that uh, three. Yeah. Just like to make it even more confusing for everyone. But yeah. But no, like for me, as I said, it's it's a big six races for Turvey, and, and it, you know, the final few races of the season is going to make and break careers, make and break seasons, make and break a champion. So a lot to watch. So let's wrap up the show because we're coming towards the end, Jack. Um, I don't want to talk about the teams. Let's maybe try and see where people are going to be in season seven. So let's start um, with the top. It's probably Tech Cheetah. You'd assume the Costa and Jeff would stay. Audi. Would you say Rene Rast is probably, even though he hasn't driven in season six yet, do you think he'll do enough or he will continue into season seven? What do you think? I reckon it will still be Rene Rast in that seat in season seven. I think he'll have a year to prove it. And if he really doesn't, and if he's really not that good, give it someone else season eight. Yeah, I think the same. I literally think the same. I think he's probably got that seat already for season seven. BMW, Sims, it's always a question mark, Paul Sims. He always is. But I don't think he's done enough to lose the seat this season. And I think it'd be good um, for BMW to continue with the Sims group for partnership. You know, Sims came out and was strong, right? And he's developing and developing. And I think it's a big six races for him. I think it's a big six races for him. Because if he can show that he can match Gunther, there's no reason to drop him. Um, it's horrible to say that there's always a question mark on Alexander Sims, but it just seems that there just is. 
right? And even talking to him, you feel like sometimes, you know, he knows that he needs to prove himself constantly to keep his seat because there's always people, you know, in that world who is biting at your feet to basically grab your seat. But honestly, I don't think there's much talk of BMW driver switch, Jack. So do you expect, I expect Sims and Gunther to be in that seat next yeah. season? Yeah, yeah, I'm expecting Tim's and Gunter. Weird, uh, weirdly enough, um, something that's just popped into my head. I remember back, uh, I think it was the very first magazine we did like a few stats or something, and it was 180-something days where Alex Sims was like the most recent pole sitter, which we all expected at that point never to be beaten again. But I think we're going to have to look at the gap between Marrakesh and now to see how many days Antonio Felix da Costa has been. Um, the most recent pole sitter because yeah. it's it's it's, it's going to be close by the end of it. It is. Oh my god, I don't want to do that math right now. Um, but yeah, I'll, be I'll, I'll do it after. I'll do it. Be after. An interesting stat to find out how many days COVID nineteen the lockdown period without racing. It's felt like forever, but then at the same time now it's coming to an end. It's like oh my god, it went so quickly. Um, but where were we with the teams? Um, Mahindra. So Mahindra, Mahindra will be interesting. Obviously, Jerome I think will stay for that team. You know, that could be interesting if Jerome does leave. Um, I think his contract was up at the end of the season. I think it was like a two-year thing. But with Pascal leaving, it's probably good to stick with Jerome, maybe for a rolling one-year contract. Be interesting to see. I think Lynn Lynn has got that seat pretty much um, sewn up. Um, Jaguar, we're talking, obviously, Mitch and and Sam. Uh, Porsche, we're assuming Verline, right? Scarby. He's left Mahindra for Porsche, right? Nothing's been announced. We're getting closer and closer. We're getting less than three. We're getting to close to three weeks now before the start of season six. Well, since the restart of the season. And it hasn't been announced yet, Jack. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit surprised by that. I thought that they'd... Um... I thought that they would have probably announced it by now, but they obviously want to keep Yanni till the end of the season. In terms of Mahindra, yeah, I think keep Jerome because they've lost Pascal. Um, I think uh, I think Jerome will stay in for one more year, and then maybe Mahindra might be looking for someone in season eight. Um, but yeah, no, that uh, that that second seat is between Lynn Sirotkin and um, Turvey, I think, and I think Lynn will probably hold on to it subject on how those six races go but yeah most most of the field that you just said there i think basically they're all tied up and we're we're fairly certain on it yeah it's pretty same with nissan with roland and buemi no need to change that partnership whatsoever venturi i don't know how long massa's contract is massa's got what he signed a three-year contract so it's five six and seven five six so so he's got one more year left on that deal one more yeah and 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 has been perfect. Motara has been brilliant for that team, so no reason to get rid of him. Uh, Dragon, Dragon will be the interesting one. Um, I think they will probably stay unless they ditch yeah. Brendan Hartley. I think Brendan Hartley will be the Nico Muller will stay, um, and it depends on what Brendan Hartley wants to do, whether or not he wants to do another season or focus more on the LMP2 or LMP1 category that he is in the World Endurance Championship. Um, so I think that'll be the interesting thing for him and what he decides to do. So God knows who that dragon seat could be, but it could be anyone, but likely to stay depending on what Brendan wants to do. But I think Muller will definitely be there for a second season. And then Neo, I was going to, you have to put Turvey on that list, but who knows between Apton Mar, 
Mars said that he's there for season seven, which I do believe, and I, I believe that strongly. But there is rumours that you know, if a world touring car seat comes available, he might choose that over Formula E, which could open the door for Daniel Act. But at this present moment, I believe Mar has a contract um, going into season seven. He pre he seems pretty sure. The team seems pretty sure that he's signed for next season. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. And I think the main thing is is what happens with Mahindra and Turvey um, for that second Neo seat, and if Apt gets it or not. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think we basically just wrapped that up. I think I think Neo it is um, Turvey. Apt and Mar, two of those three, and whichever order, I don't know. So that's the show. That's the show. I think we did all right. Man, silly season's been interesting. We managed to cap a whole show based off the Samba, but that's the thing, right? It just takes, it just throws everything up in the air. It throws the form book, the record book, you know, different seats come available that you didn't think would be available. We weren't talking about this in April during lockdown when we were thinking about where people would be going and what would be happening. Um, so mental, absolutely mental, but more to come. We have asked for confirmation from Virgin if it's true or not. Um, we will hopefully get said confirmation because, as I said, the story, everything about Bird at the moment is speculation, right? It's just one, yes, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons, and tons of media outlets have basically re reported the race's um report. Um, so technically, it is still only one person who says that despite what everybody else has written and however you trust that source. Um, but to be fair to Sam Siff, nine times out of 10, he is right. He has been wrong sometimes, but nine times out of 10, he is right. But Jack, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. And we will see you next week, I suppose. I think, you know, we're getting, we're slowing down, we're getting ready, lots of preparation going on at Formula Rezone, obviously for next magazine, for the shows and plans that we've got coming up. Um, for the for last final races. Uh, Discord chat, if you want to hit the Discord, um, come join us. Lots of fun, lots of things to talk about. Patreon as well, we have a Patreon page. If you love us that much, head over to the Patreon, there's a link. Um, and then please remember to hit the like and subscribe button and come and join us on Twitch. Um, we've just done, we just, should have just started the Mahindra series, talking about Mahindra and who they're going to sign. We're bringing them into the F1 world. So if you have a hankering for Twitch and if you love F1 2020, Come and join us. There'll be a link in the description below. Um, so we should be streaming tonight because we're doing extra special streams while it's still in the Schumacher release period. So we should be on tonight about 8 p.m. So hopefully a couple of hours after you see this um, show. So come join us. Hit that like button. Smash that subscribe button. We will see you very soon. Bye.